Hey everybody, this is Evangelia LeClaire with Ready Set Rock and today's episode and focus is on career. So today I am challenged to open up. This is one of my very first episodes on Career Ready Set Rock and I'm challenged to open up to you about my backstory. This is something that is going to be an ongoing story that I'm going to try and unfold and reveal to you because uh, one, I'm being challenged to. I'm being challenged to because in this journey of figuring out who we are and living a life of fulfillment that's aligned with who we are and where we aspire to become, sometimes it's important to be able to connect the dots and backwards to figure out how we want to move forward and to even figure out what's important to us. And um, in my journey as a career coach, I've learned that it's important to not only just deliver what it is that is going to make an impact that's part of your God-given talents and gifts, but also to be able to open up uh, and share who you are and what makes what you do and why you do it, uh, and really why you do what you're doing. So sometimes people have asked me, well, why do I, why have I gotten into this coaching space and why do I care? Why am I still here? I've been doing this for over 18 years. Crazy that I've been actually in the dream career and career development coaching space for over 18 years. And for me, I'm opening up here to share with you a little bit about my backstory. And that's hard for me to do uh, because it's long and it's long winded and um, it's vulnerable. Um, and I, sometimes I don't know where to start, but I've been challenged to just start because that's what discovery, that's what developing, and that's what's delivering up to your greatest full uh, greatest potential is all about not worrying about the judgment, not worrying about what other people feel. And I've been uh, not worrying, not feel, but think of you. And that's something that I've carried with me all my life. I've carried with me um, fear of judgment, shame of how others may perceive me and the story that I've grown up to, despite the fact that hey, I'm pretty much, I'm killing it. Like I've conquered. And you probably too have your own stories that I'm interested in hearing and learning more from you. And at the same time, I'm procrastinating and sharing with you my own and why I do what I do. So I'm just going to get to it and we're going to see how long this takes us. But this is for me more than it is for you right now. And I got to be uh, okay with that. So I think my journey for um, personal and professional development and uh, looking at life and career planning from a holistic view really started as early as 13, not going to lie. And the catalyst for that was my parents' separation. My parents' separation rocked my world, not because of the event itself, but what happened before, during, and after that, the sequence of spiraling events that caused me to really grow up much faster than I could have ever anticipated in a beautiful way. So I was 13 and my parents, I don't want to diminish who they are and what they do, which is part of why it's a little bit um, scary to share this type of story. You don't, I personally love my parents and I think they're amazing people right now, but it's hard to be able to bring others into your story. Me personally, because I don't want to diminish or create an image of who they are now versus who they are now. So I'm just going to share from my eyes. So my, 
I grew up in a hostile environment and uh, with physical and verbal abuse, there was alcoholism and it was chaotic. And finally, my mom decided to separate from my father. And what happened from there was a, a series of events that just erupted as a result of all that they've been through and all that they were going to go through. So when that happened, my mom pretty much, uh, it took her a lot of courage to break from um, her marriage. But what ended up happening from there is a lot of the stress and the strain of having to raise two kids and really go about it on her own as a teacher, making less than $30,000, um, breaking from a lot of the constructs of a Greek family. Um, she went through a state of psychosis and was hospitalized in a mental institution, uh, in a psychiatric ward for three plus weeks. Shortly also after my um, mom decided to separate from my father, he, uh, it triggered within him bipolar um, depression and schizophrenia, and he became suicidal. And so I'm going to keep this very long story short, um, just so I could fast forward to how this had impacted me. But going through that, that's that experience and seeing both of my parents lose themselves, lose their minds, lose almost everything that they built up for um, at the time. My dad, he became homeless. He not only became homeless from the home that he had built, but he had built his career as a plumber, as a musician, um, having acquired a lot of things. And not only did he lose his mind shortly after, but he lost many of the possessions that he had acquired and he lost himself and he had to build himself up. Um, and I saw him do that over the course of a decade, my mom too, you know, and the lesson for me was seeing my parents lose both their minds and me going through my adolescence, um, prepubescent all the way through teenage years made me become one, not only feel like an anchor and someone who uh, became more, I mean, let's just face it. I was going through a midlife crisis at age 13 in my teens, trying to discover, well, what does this mean for me and who am I and how fortunately for me, I took away blessings from it. I was able to see what the experience that my mom and my dad were going through in my own teenage years and kind of piece that together through what I was seeing my peers go through and myself go through. And I became very deliberate by the grace of God to determine that I was going to quote unquote, take control of my life. And I was going to figure my shit out so that I can conquer through this chaos and limit this from ever becoming the life that I carried for myself. So I began to really question who I was, what I wanted. And I in short, began to really lean on the grace of God for his mentorship and his leadership and his guidance, because I really didn't have anybody. So there, this spiritual side of me began to develop. And as I was growing to um, discover my own identity, I also began to focus on mindset. And I began to get very much involved in learning how I can be, have a peaceful mind and how I can be, 
uh, well in my thoughts. And so I began reading a lot about positive psychology and meditation and practices that would help me feel like my mind was right in the midst of all of this chaos. At the same time, I saw uh, I, I was fortunate enough to go to a very great high school and I, um, with intelligent, bright friends. And, you know, at the same time, despite how intelligent you are, you know, as teenagers, you're still kind of experimenting with all these things. And I had the opportunity to kind of get involved in uh, all the things that kids get involved in and experiment with. But my number one focus, because I saw my parents struggling mentally and struggling to even keep themselves alive and keep themselves afloat mentally and, and physically and spiritually uh, and financially, I, I began to think, how can I max out? How can I max out on this life that I'm given? And so my primary, my priority was my mind, my health, my spirituality, um, and then also my friends, like, of course. So I was all about having fun. I was all about being a free spirit. I was all about contribution. And I got very much involved um, in my high school as a leader um, for peer education and all this type of wellness programs that I began, got very involved with. Fast forward into the future. Um, all of my friends, my high school friends were going to amazing universities. They were going on to career tracks as lawyers and doctors and accountants and teachers and all of the tracks. And here I was in university knowing now that my mom was paying uh, for my university uh, on a salary that was under $30,000, um, me working all throughout high school and college, multiple jobs just to help pay uh, my expenses, I began thinking, I got to max out. I got to max out on this opportunity Again, you know, seeing both my parents lose themselves, lose their, what they've worked hard for, lose their minds. And now seeing my mom build herself back up so that she can take care of both my mom, my sister and I, I began to think even more so calculatively, like, gosh, my mom is paying for this education. And here I am sitting in one class and one class is worth like 700 plus dollars. How can I max out this opportunity? So I became very deliberate and conscious of choosing courses that would help me discover who I was, that would help me get on track. And I became on a mission to really, it was really the mission of discovery. And so through that mission of discovery, I began to really just focus on seeking opportunities that will help me grow and help me discover what it is that I were to do out of college because I just didn't want to deal with the struggles that my parents had dealt with. You know, I, I didn't want to deal. So a lot of what I was doing in college was to prevent myself from ever experiencing the pain that my mom and my father had experienced. So I was really seeking fulfillment. I was seeking to grow and understand who I was and live a life that would help me fulfill that. And there I came across, I mean, that, that externally, what I was struggling with was, 
was just like fearing that I would not find it. And uh, actually, excuse me, I wouldn't say that. It was more like fearing what my parents were going through. That was my external struggle, dealing with parents and having parents that were mentally disabled, who I saw struggling. It really um, affected me. It impacted me to words that I cannot describe. And so internally, my struggle was, well, what does this all mean for me? What does this all mean for the life that I'm going to live out? And that's where I began to seek that out. And part of what I found as the challenge was that there wasn't really a curriculum to help me figure that out. Um, so I had to do it on my own. And fortunately, I came across a program called Dream Careers, which was the program that I participated in that um, was all about placing people in internships abroad in, um, I flew out to California and there I was placed in an internship. It was in 2001 when the tech bubble burst. And what happened to me there was profound, profound in that I was in an environment surrounded by positive, inspirational people. And one of the things that I realized there was despite our levels of intelligence, despite our backgrounds, despite all that we aspired to do, we all struggled. We all had our own internal struggles, yet we had these aspirations to continue to move forward. And I really began to see people for who they were, their talents, their God-given gifts, their aspirations, their dreams. So I, let's just say, drank the Kool-Aid of being in this program that was uh, being built from the ground up. This program was called Dream uh, at the time it was called University of Dreams. And I had uh, really partnered with the co-founder to develop the mission, uh, which was to, which evolved to inspire, challenge, and equip people to discover and pursue their dreams. So I had begun doing that for quite the while. And that was when I was a sophomore in college. I left fully inspired and I had some clarity on what I wanted to do. But then I got back into the university system and I it was kind of like back to that place again of like, all right, you're back in the system now. Now what? Who are you? And what does that mean? And and I felt so alone and, you know, and and back in the system. And it was it was good because college is all about self-discovery. But for me, um, even having gone through college and having had these experiences to help me discover who I was, I left university back into entering the corporate world and trying to seek a job and the challenges that went with that. And I was just like, well, what's next? Like, what is next? And why does this all feel so weird and uncomfortable for me? And I took on a career uh, working for Northwestern Mutual Financial Network, and it was it was awesome because I love financial planning. I love being an environment where I can help people assess what their goals are, and that just that whole process of helping of of really uh, mapping people out, helping people like elicit what their goals are on all levels of their life. And then being able to tie in what it would look like to achieve that financially is something that I enjoyed doing, but um, it wasn't all the way fulfilling for me because I wasn't 
I, I, I wasn't, um, I didn't have the opportunity to really go as deep as I wanted. So I had ended up calling back uh, the founder of Dream Careers or University of Dreams at the time and ended up taking on an opportunity, working with them for 10 years. So much of um, my my longest career out of college was working for this program called Dream Careers, helping people discover and pursue their dreams. Um, and we had basically touched over 15,000 people over the course of 10 years through our programming. And I helped with the training, the career content, the development, the people operations, the staffing, the recruiting, the enrollment sales. I had my finger uh, and a pulse on everything. And through that process, I discovered personally that I am one who loves to influence. I'm one who loves to persuade and sell. And I'm one who truly cares to understand um, what people are going through and cares to listen to what it is that people dream of and help them help equip them with both the inspiration and both the knowledge and both the resources to help them go after it. So long story short, um, where I'm at today is, you know, after having been with that company, I was going and that company was growing through its own pains and everybody began to grow through that. And, you know, I got married, I had two kids and now I'm at that point where I would see my kids grow. And then I'd ask myself, well, what's next for me? Like I started to feel like I was stagnant, started to feel, you know, the company wasn't growing. I started to feel stunted. And so the question then became what's next for me. And here I am on this journey, seeing my kids grow. And as an adult, as someone who is, is, and has gone through the quarter life crisis and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stretching into the later years in my career. I'm wondering what's next. And it's scary. It is scary. And so I decided, I decided with the support of my husband to continue on this path that I've been on. Cause I've always known who I am and what my gifts are and how I love to serve. In fact, I've been blessed with it being very congruent for me. And, uh, so I decided to take on being a coach uh, as my, uh, on my own. And I have great visions and I still feel like I'm on this journey. You know, I work with the muse. I work with various different partners, like go coach. Um, I get referrals. I do this on my own. I have a clients that are, are amazing. And, uh, you know, but there's, I think in my own journey, there's something missing. And it's this, uh, this feeling that I have to, lead, lead and show up for people. And, you know, I think for me where I, on this journey of discovery and um, really finding fulfillment and pursuing that and pursuing my bliss in my own career, I hit some roadblocks. I went through my own fog, you know, after um, giving birth to my second daughter and even through my pregnancy, I went through postpartum depression, or I, w I don't even know to, to call it that postpartum anxiety. And, you know, I began questioning, what am I doing? Am I on path? And, um, and through that, like, I continue to remember 
what has gotten me through. And it's always been the power of prayer, power of surrender. I lost a lot of faith. I lost a lot of confidence in my own abilities. And I didn't know why I felt like I was in a fog. I felt stunted. I felt like I couldn't see the vision anymore. And it was a very, very dark time for me. And then I just remembered like what has helped me get through these periods in the past was prayer and surrender. And so through that, I spent a lot of my dark times, this season of my life being still and seeking to pray and surrender and to take care of my health, which at the time was I was pregnant. And so what matters the most is to care for my body, care for my well-being, my mental, my physical health. And so I did that while also pushing through this, this journey that I'm on as an entrepreneur. I showed up as a coach and I delivered an outstanding service. Much of the times I was getting five-star reviews, but deep down inside, I felt, I felt a void. I felt, I felt like I wasn't fully myself. And I realized in hindsight, looking back on it, that I got to go through that journey so that I can connect to the experience that many of the clients that I have go through, which is that dark period of, of time in their lives where they feel uncertain as to what's next, where you know you have so much potential, you have so much that you want to give, you have so much that you want to bring, but you almost lose yourself not knowing who you are. You lose yourself trying to figure out what's next. There's so much rocking within you because you don't have the construct of of a corporate environment. So you're kind of forced to look deep inside and ask yourself, well, who are you? What are your God-given strengths? What do you believe in? What is it that you value? Where have you sought and surrendered before? And what blessings have come into your life through your faith and through uncertainty and that period where I had to ask myself that question, I remembered who I was and I remembered who has restored me and my faith got stronger. My conviction for what I do got stronger. And even though now I'm still on that period of uncertainty and, you know, the vision's not always clear, I still feel, I feel a bit more at peace with my journey. I feel more at peace and you know, really my journey is this, you know, my journey is this. As much as I know what my God-given talents are and my strengths and my worldly gifts and what I can contribute to this world, and as much as I am seeking to continue to put out offers in which I can serve other people, deliverables that will help people get that much closer to either discovering, pursuing, or living their dream careers. My greatest life message is this. My greatest life message is that the greatest blessings and life lessons and miracles and peace abound when we can really seek and be present to God. When we can truly feel and understand that it's his blessings that enable us to breathe, enable us to experience this life. And so when we can connect to God, 
when we can truly understand who he is and we can we can truly seek to grow to get to know who he is that's what i feel is created the greatest riches in my own personal life and so while i am here to deliver career coaching and programs and workshops and facilitations that will help people grow in their lives and in their careers. And while I care as part of what I did in my earlier career and what I'm circling back to now, while I care to help people achieve financial wealth and financial security so that they can live uh, rich lives on this planet and contribute to causes that they care about, I ultimately know that the greatest life lessons happen when we seek and are present to God. So that's the message that I ultimately want to share. And, you know, if I had to kind of talk about it in a way that is not as long-winded, you know, it's, it's challenging for me to do. It's really challenging for me to do. So I will leave you at that and all the best. Take care, everybody. Goodbye.